Well, Drew, we are going to do another bonus episode of the Digitally Connected podcast. We are going to do just a quick hot takes of the Olympics. You know, the closing ceremonies were last night, and I don't know about you and your house, but man, we were soaking up the Olympics this year. My girls are just now kind of old enough that they were really able to to, to understand what was going on and they were glued yeah. to it. We were watching, you know, the morning kind of recaps. We were watching live competition in the evenings. And what we want to talk about on this bonus episode is just the Olympics in general, but but specifically, and this is going to kind of tie into an episode we're gonna we're gonna drop next week on uh, just a right relationship with everyday tech and the consequence of the emergence of different new technologies, specifically streaming services, because there's, there's a lot of headlines floating out there about ratings being at an all time low and, uh, and, and all the reasons why that may be. And, you know, as you and I were thinking about it and getting ready for, for this, this episode, we thought, you know, I wonder that streaming services don't have a role to play. How the yeah. use of streaming services have just changed the way we interact with entertainment and quote unquote TV, you know, storytelling right. in general. So let's talk a little bit yeah. about the Olympics. Let's talk about streaming services. Welcome to the Digitally Connected Podcast with Joel Harder and Drew Knoll. Technology is integrated into every facet of our lives, impacting the way we work, live, and connect with the people in our communities and around the world. In the rapidly evolving digital landscape, the Digitally Connected Podcast explores future trends from leading innovators in tech so you can stay informed and stay connected. Now, here are your hosts, Joel Harder and Drew Knoll. It's an interesting conversation. I mean, we've had streaming services in, you know, past Olympics and whatnot, but not this conversation hasn't come up before, right? right? I mean, Netflix isn't new, Apple TV, Apple TV is somewhat new. It's more than just basically a glorified fire stick how, how you're going right, to right, throw right. content from another device up there it they, yeah, they have exactly way of content that they provide yeah but i think what the streaming service i think it's more of a signal around the fact that the way we are consuming content has changed substantially is what i believe the the shift in ratings around the Olympics. Uh, I think that's what's driving that conversation. I think there's two. Let me take that. I think there's two. There's the sports side of the conversation, right? In terms of, we won't get into that. Um, you know, but but you know, yeah, just how, as a, a yeah. How, how excited am I that skateboarding is officially an Olympic sport? I, I mean, I guess I don't know. <laughs> doesn't yeah, well, quite, feel, you, doesn't quite mean, feel like the Olympics to me, but whatever. Yeah, and, and we're certainly not sports talk experts or anything, but some of the conversation to regurgitate some of the stuff that's out there is that in past Olympics, you've had your big marquee names that drew that were stopped down, you know, make sure you're must watch stuff like your Michael Phelps's and your Usain Bolts and things like that. And the, this Olympics hasn't, there have been some names, but certainly not to the degree that some of those, I mean, Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt are transcendent icons in, in right. their respective sports, right? So there's that piece of it. But I think it's more a matter of 
how people are consuming content just in general. There's been this massive cut the cord movement that's been going on for a long period of time to where people are, a lot of people are getting rid of their standard cable services and satellite services. And they're going to things like YouTube TV. And there's been just this massive transition in, into streaming services where you can select, you know, my argument always was, and again, this goes back to my being the 80 year old man in my dress socks and, and tennis shoes on the, on the, on the front lawn, but I'm paying for 400, 500, 2000 channels. And how many of them am I, am I actually watching? And it's, it's pretty shady that like a third of them are music channels. Or exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. So That's right. Yeah. Really yeah. Television. Channels like 1200 to 1950 are all music channels of, you know, I mean, just, just really so, obscure so they, music. So they, so they can say that you've got all those channels, yeah. but you're not actually exactly. consuming that content. That's right. And so now, because we just as a whole society and culture have shifted into this consumer based on demand lifestyle our TV is becoming a similar mode of delivery. People used to enjoy commercials, right? Commercials were funny things. They were thoughtful. People like even now, I mean, it started with TiVo or DVR, right? And then have now people just fast forward through commercials. Yeah. But now I get to consume exactly what I want to consume. Right. I can subscribe to, I mean, most networks have their own if you're an app, for instance, if you're an Apple TV subscriber, I like to watch the History Channel a whole lot, right? I can subscribe, download the History Channel app, and I can pay a service to the History Channel for a buck fifty, two fifty a month, and I can watch everything that the History Channel puts out, right? And I don't have to subscribe to the other fifteen hundred channels. I can subscribe to exactly what I want. And so I think that a lot of that for, I mean, I have a really good friend that I work with, he has YouTube TV and we'd be in the middle of the workday and you'd get the, because, <laughs> because of our phones, we'd get the alert like, Hey, Ryan Lochte is, he's 50 meters away from the world record. Oh, snap. I can just pop on my YouTube TV real quick and pull watch it. Up. it. Oh, there he is. Dang. He set the world record. That's awesome. And then I go back to life. And I don't have to consume, I don't have to watch the commentary afterward. I don't have to watch all the other things in between. I just get to consume exactly what I want, when I want it, and how I want it. So some of the consequences of the emergence and proliferation of streaming services and this on-demand approach to how we interact with entertainment, productions, storytelling, it's greatly transforming the way in which people are choosing and paying for the different outlets that they want. They can pick and choose yep. the outlets they want and, and desire. Uh, I don't have Peacock TV, no offense to Peacock TV, but I've already got a couple others. And yep. at this point in time, there's not really something that I feel like I'm just missing. Maybe right. the day will come that there's content on Peacock TV that I would much rather be watching than what I'm watching on other, another platform. And so I will make the switch 
and I'll yeah. drop that one and go to there. So it, sure. it's changing the way that we are paying and subscribing and consuming content. It's changing the way content is being produced and developed. Yeah. I think this is a really exciting thing. I'm in Oklahoma and our film and television industry is, is really surging. And there's been some mm-hmm. public policy that's been put into place to kind of incentivize that. But I remember we will go vacation and spend a couple of days in Santa Fe and take our girls out there and go hike a little bit. And of course, Amazon, not Amazon, Netflix has a massive studio out in New Mexico. And so mm-hmm. we're out in Santa Fe and I, I, we, I had just been binge watching Narcos and, oh, yeah. and uh, we were at a, at a restaurant and they had like live salsa dancing and we're just sitting there having a good time. And this guy walks in and looks right at me and he's maybe like, 15 feet from me and he is the yeah. actor who plays one of the drug cartel leaders and like i had this oh, almost no like crazy out-of-body experience i'm like um am i supposed to be scared right oh no he's an actor so, anyway, <laughs> right, right. so it's not uh, real yeah, life right. okay i'm well, good you know oklahoma <laughs> is developing its own tv and film uh industry here actually the big mm-hmm. convention center downtown just got completely bought and redone as a giant soundstage so oh, wow, so it's cool. creating the you know a different way that storytelling and productions are being developed i'm a big fan of the chosen if you're not watching the chosen which is this very current approach to telling the story of uh, jesus and the disciples but what's really cool and one it's it's really well done in production and and script and acting Mm -hmm. is just it's it's great but it's completely crowdsource funded And so they've created this opportunity for you to give and donate. And they actually have their own platform. They'll premiere episodes on YouTube, but they have their own app and platform that you can be on. And so if you click to watch a show, uh, an episode, it's, it's free, but it'll actually in the prompt as it's loading, it'll say drew in, in Dallas, Texas made it possible for you to watch this episode and oh, nice. then, and, cool. and you can even click on it and say, say, thank you. And obviously you're not connecting oh. to people directly, but, but it's also yeah. creating community around this production. Yeah. And, and so, so the way things are being developed uh, are, is changing very, very rapidly and dramatically. It's going to make a big dent in just traditional quote unquote, you know, Hollywood and how movies are actually being developed, pitched rights to scripts are being handled and funded and and then actually produced all that's changing but i am curious getting back to this conversation of the olympics i do wonder how much of the headlines about the drop in ratings are actually factoring in all these different services to your point um, yeah. but i just want to kind of close this this bonus episode and just talk about the olympics in general i love the olympics and and absolutely and my girls have absolutely loved it we're, we're waking up in the morning we're watching the today show because uh, we still have the basic channels even though we don't pay for full cable so we've got nbc's today show and they're always featuring the olympics every morning but my girls are up in the morning they're watching it they want to watch it and talk about it and then in yeah. the evenings we'll uh, we would watch some of the actual live competition as it was going on so we're just loving it and engaging with it. And I remember, though, there is this whole concept of the idea behind the Olympics in shining a light on being a global community, uh, sharing mm-hmm. culture. Man, the 
best thing I do in my life is go on an international trip. It's, there's just nothing like getting on a plane, just breathing the air of an international airport when I'm making my layover change. It's just something that just I get life out of it. But there's nothing like just getting outside of your own country, culture, context and, and look at the world from a different perspective, different point of view. Uh, and so yeah. I, I, the parade of nations when they're bringing the flags, that just fires me up getting to watch all of that. And so we're watching oh, and yeah. my favorite, my favorite part of the closing ceremony is always the handoff to the next host oh, country. The next country. And they, yeah. man, they did. a. I loved when the Beijing Olympics handed off. Cause I just, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that closing ceremony, but Jackie Chan is out there just having a ball, you know, uh, at, mm-hmm. at that party. And and so this is the one culture handing off to the next. And then I think it was, um, Jimmy page. And so it was China and they were doing all of their stuff and then they handed off to London. And so then out of the stage comes Jimmy page, who's <laughs> just like wailing on a guitar. And so anyway, yeah. the handoff to, to, cool. to Paris was really, was really cool this, this year too. But I remember specifically, uh, I think it was the 2012 Olympics, which uh, would have been, I think the London Olympics Yeah, and we were in DC and we were in uh, kind of a sports bar restaurant type thing for another reason, just hanging out with people and the swimming competition was going on. And I think it was Michael Phelps was going for like his fifth gold or something of that. Yeah. And just everybody in the in the place was just glued to all the, the TVs. And when he won, it just place erupted and everybody's, you know, USA, USA chanting and high fiving. And there is yeah. in that environment, theoretically, in principle, that is happening in pubs and restaurants and living rooms all across the world. Yeah. Um, and so I think there is also this social construct that's centered around the Olympics that, that there's something to be said about it being broadcast on traditional TV and people are watching it live and they're yeah having that social interaction and, and component to it. So uh, the streaming Absolutely. services, I, I could see that being you know, a question of, of taking away from that, but there's solutions to that. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Yeah, there's absolutely. solutions to that. Yeah. I do For think sure. we cannot underestimate, closing word on this, we can't underestimate the reality of we've just come out of a year of a pandemic and social isolation and everybody has been watching yeah. everything on demand through streaming yeah. services in their own homes, on their phones, by themselves. And so... I wonder how much that influenced the unique phenomenon of the lower ratings this year and if we're not going to see them kind of bounce back in future years. So, I think so. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Digitally Connected Podcast with Joel Harder and Drew Noll. Make sure to check us out wherever you catch all your podcasts and subscribe so you don't miss any of our new content we'll be dropping regularly. If you enjoyed the content today, please give us that five-star review. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you next time.